Welcome to this episode of Allegrativity Powercast, the latest resource from Allegra Sinclair for women who are determined to become as powerful as they are intended to be. You are invited to connect deeper with Allegra and other powerful content on confidence, focus, and purpose at her website. Please enjoy today's show. Hi, this is Allegra. Welcome to the Powercast. What on earth is Allegrativity? Well, since I made up the word, I also get to make up the definition. And for me, allegrativity is the state of being as powerful a woman as you're supposed to be. I've written a lot at my blog at AllegraSinclair.com about how I believe the purpose of our lives is to find our lane and to stay in it, to find our work and then get about doing it. I've worked with a lot of women. And what I found over the years is that many of us aren't doing that. I think at the end of the day, the reason we're not doing it is that we haven't made a decision to be more powerful. I'll come back to that. So stick a pin in that. Many women instinctively or intuitively know exactly what their work is, but they don't move into it. Now, since I learned how to drive in New Jersey, I don't understand that at all. Because when I see an opening in a lane that I think I'd rather be in, I'm moving into it. There isn't a thought process that crosses my mind except moving very quickly to where I've decided I want to be often without signaling, usually very quickly and assertively. That worked really well for me on the New Jersey Turnpike and on I-95. I didn't have to call eight friends and ask about it. I didn't have to form a focus group. I just moved when I saw a lane that I thought was better for me. I have, however, not always been as successful at making those changes when I wasn't behind the wheel of the car or when the consequences of the change were greater. I can vividly remember graduating from college and I was the first child in my family to do so, which is a whole other movie. But I vividly remember standing there in the stadium in Ann Arbor and thinking, I have absolutely no idea what I want to do. But then my second thought was, actually, I do know what I want to do. But I didn't move towards it because the people who were surrounding me, through no fault of their own, weren't necessarily encouraging that. They were telling me to move towards something that they thought would suit me. So I had a lukewarm desire at the time to discover and get into my own lane because I was busy being about the things people told me I should be about and the things I had been preparing my whole life to do. Does that sound familiar? You got somewhere and you intended to go there, but then you got there and you thought, oh my goodness, what am I doing here? Okay, maybe that's just me. You might assume there are as many reasons that we don't become more powerful as there are women on the planet. But I don't think that's true. That hasn't been my experience. When I talk to women, I've observed about six reasons why they don't do what they feel in their heart, what that small voice tells them in the middle of the night they should do. So I've grouped them into six different themes, which range from dead watch, battery blues, sad. I really should copyright that term because I use it all the time. But I mean S-A-D-D, which I call situational A-D-D. Don't run out and copyright that. I said it first. Something called clogged filter syndrome, a funhouse mirror flu, missing Glenda, and microwave madness mentality. So I laughed as I composed those. And I promised to explain them over the next few weeks. And there may even be a seventh or an eighth condition, but I think you get my point. Six certainly doesn't seem like an insurmountable number of obstacles if the prize is compelling enough. If you knew there were six steps that you had to cross in order to be more powerful, don't you think you could do that? If being more powerful is something that you wanted to do. But we will let six things prevent us. 
And the longer we live, the more barriers we seem to discover. So while there may actually be six, we may decide that there's 600 because we're calling all 600 something different when really they boil down to the same core six barriers. Remember when you were seven, maybe eight, and you believed that you could do anything and everything? Or maybe that's not your story. That makes me a little sad because I wish that every woman would have at least one period in her life where she believed she was unstoppable and could do anything. But you can change that mindset. If that's your belief, if that's your seventh condition that's holding you back, we can change that right now and begin to transform from a potential-filled caterpillar into a beautiful butterfly. Now, I don't think anybody will say a caterpillar is beautiful, though I have seen some that look pretty cool. But there's so much potential in the caterpillar. But if the caterpillar doesn't do the work and become a butterfly, it doesn't really matter. They can't talk, so I can't ask. But I suspect if they could talk, that butterflies would tell us that the process of becoming a butterfly is painful. Wouldn't you agree? Would you also agree that it requires energy, focus, and the right conditions for that powerful transformation to take place? I also know it takes time, and that if you rush the process and skip steps, the resulting butterfly is small, weak, awkward, and doomed. I know that's not the way any of us want to describe our dreams and our purpose. But I do know that if you try to help a butterfly out, if you see a cocoon and you see the butterfly in there and you feel, oh, they're struggling, I should help that butterfly out. Let me just cut a little cut in this cocoon so they can get out faster. What actually happens is the butterfly that emerges eventually is too weak. The struggle in getting out of that cocoon actually strengthens their wings. So a butterfly that has been helped, you can't see me, but I'm doing those quotation marks in the air. A butterfly that has been helped actually dies because it's incapable of helping itself once it gets out because it didn't go through the struggle to develop itself. So that's not what I'm gonna encourage you to do on this podcast. I don't want to give you shortcuts so that you can skip over steps of the process to get to where you're going. I want you to do the work so that when you emerge, you are the powerful, beautiful creature that we were talking about. And I think if we create an environment, focus on skills that are required that you'll simply amaze yourself with what you're capable of doing, being, and becoming. That's been my life experience, and I would love to share that with you. Now, it's a big undertaking, but it's a very doable mission, even if it takes more than five minutes to complete. That's that microwave mentality I was talking about. Sometimes if it doesn't happen in seven days or five minutes, we don't want to do it. But here I'm only thinking about slow cookers, crock pots, ovens, not microwaves, because we want all sorts of juicy flavor baked into our fabulous cells. And I know that you're willing to invest the time it takes to create that dish instead of opting for the quick microwave substitute. Wouldn't you rather have two ounces of real ice cream once a week or a month rather than eating an entire pint of the fake stuff? Me too, all day and twice on Sunday. What do you think about being more powerful? What do you think has prevented you from answering that call that you hear, that still small voice that says, hey, I think you should do X. What has prevented you from doing that? Either comment here, please leave a review for the podcast. I'd love that. Or join me on my blog at AllegraSinclair.com and join the conversation there. But let me know your thoughts on being a more powerful woman. Next week, we're going to talk about some specific steps that you can take for increasing your confidence, because there are three major components to the walk. 
We're punching fear in the throat. We're showing up the way we choose to show up. And then we're telling our story, which we are only uniquely prepared to tell. Thanks for stopping by. I'll see you next week.